Yo, 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 listeners. Welcome to Howitzer Hockey. I'm your host, Joel McIsaac. Sitting with me today is fellow host, Sore Maine. So, Sore, what have you been up to this week? Well, this past week, um, I was a little busy, I guess. Um, went to my brother's my brother's house there. Had a big birthday. Happy belated, Marshall. Um, had a little soiree, as you want to call it. The nice little party. Obviously, staying sober as I'm keeping intact there with the dry January, but... Good time all in all. Didn't know a few people there, but good crowd, good vibes, watched some good hockey. It was a good time all around. Um, what about yourself? Just, I kind of got back into work, I guess, as well this week. And, I mean, first full week back after the break was kind of rough. rough. It is rough as a rough. Just, just out of the rhythm, and there's no routine, I felt. And it's just like some mornings were droggy and it's just like, but whatever. How was your weekend? Yeah, it was, it was good. I had a I had a good week. Again, the five days, you know, Monday to Friday, it was tricky to get back into. And, you know, it's like, holy shit, it's only Tuesday. And, oh, God, I still have another three more days of work. And it, it kind of makes me want to think about, like, how other countries are adopting this four-day work week. Like, I would love a four-day work week. Man, that would be so sweet. <laughs> I mean, I, I do compressed anyways at work, so I will get uh, two weeks of four-day work weeks, and they're so nice. I don't mind working that extra hour um, the other days at all just to have the four-day work week because it's so much better. You just feel like you actually have a weekend, a three-day weekend. It's just, it feels right. Yeah, the two-day so weekend. Yeah, you get so much shit done around, like even your house and stuff. Like there's, there's a lot to do when you're a homeowner. And Well, you can have a lazy day it's, if you have a yeah, three-day weekend. Yeah, that's another thing. Right there, yeah. It's just, just stuff you can kind of just, things you want to do yourself instead of being rushed all the time on Saturday, Sunday. But it's nice to have for sure. But um, might as well start this off with uh, the World Juniors. Just wrap it up. We're going to do it right quick. We had a lot of talk on that the last couple episodes. Um, it's all Canada really has been talking about since yeah. uh, since they captured the gold there. About a week ago now. But, uh, yeah, it was some tournament. You know, it was, finally I kind of felt like, it was one of those tournaments when I was a kid and I was really hyped up to see the World Juniors and the way it ended. Like, I feel like it hasn't really been a World Juniors like that since uh, the Jordan Eberle goal. You know, that tournament, since I was really, like, tuned in and, like, the crowd was wild. Like, Halifax was just... They were they erupted, man. Oh, it was a... Atmosphere is unbelievable, but I, I don't know if Eberle would have been the last time you could really say that, even just this past August when they I know, but did the was, World Juniors. But, man, that's... It that was a great save across the line to save the gold oh. medal there and then go back the other end. Like, that was just Kent Johnson with the game winner. Yeah, it was a mint time, obviously. It was a great moment in junior hockey, yeah. obviously. But the thing is, it didn't feel like when I was a kid, like, it was in August. Yeah, like, I was, literally in, I was literally at a campground. You're out of, yeah, you're not in the hockey mind at I was, all. I think I came back from the beach that day, and I didn't have hockey on my brain. Like... World Juniors is like, okay, it's Christmas time. Like, we're going to be sitting down, Boxing Day, watching the hockey game, cheering for Canada. And then they had that game against Slovakia where it went to overtime. Like, I feel like all of Canada was really into it. And maybe I just felt that way because I'm from the East Coast here in PEI. And PEI is pretty close to Halifax. And a lot of Islanders were at the games. 
you know, really taking it all in. And that's all people were really talking about, like, in this area of the country. But I think all of Canada was really feeling it. Oh, 100%. Like, I haven't seen numerous people just tweeting about it online there, even from the States and stuff, saying how electric that atmosphere was. And even people on the TSM panel, like James Duffy, saying that was, like, one of the best world juniors he's ever covered. And that guy's been around for a while, like, a long time. And it's really something to say. But do you think, like, Halifax could have an NHL team at some point? Like, Well, I think we're a little crazier in this end of the country. I don't know what it is. I don't know how it how it works, but yeah. maybe it's just something in the air. I don't know. But Halifax, Moncton, Prince Edward Island, Newfoundland, I think that we could probably have a, you know, an NHL team here. Like it might sound crazy, but I was talking to this It does about, sound very crazy. Like, it does sound crazy, but I was talking to a lot of people about this. I was like would you buy a season ticket if there was a hockey team in Halifax? Would you buy a season ticket? Like myself? You asking would me you? or you asking the whole general audience like, right would now? Would you buy one? Personally? Um, Since not I, I'd love answer. to. I'd love to. Yeah. I'd love to on the island, but it, man, it's doesn't make sense feasibly at all. Like, you're going to have to pay, well, I don't even know what the bridge costs, like $57 all the time yeah. now. And you're traveling six hours of your day is traveling to the rink. Um, but if, then you're going to watch the game. That's that's another three hours. So you're nine hours. <laughs> you're spending the day. And they they might have three games at home in a week. Sometimes. Not going to be all the time. But, yeah. um, okay, man, man you're going to be here. selling most of okay. your tickets. Like you gotta Listen be, to me here. Like, that's a weekend listen thing for, for people across the bridge. Like That is a weekend thing. Yeah, but half the Maritimes are on Pogi. In the wintertime. Like farmers <laughs> a lot and of fishermen. fishermen. yes. So they're, and the, most of them are hockey fans because they have nothing else to do in the wintertime. So they're big hockey fans. And they would all buy it. They'd probably be like, yeah, fuck it. Let's buy season tickets. Let's go over there. On, <laughs> let's go watch a game on Thursday and Saturday every fucking week. Man, there goes your pokey check. There, <laughs> there goes your yeah, pokey check. They're, not, they're getting paid handsomely. Like, they don't mind. And you know what? If I was in that situation, I would definitely go like, okay, Okay, uh, wife. Uh, okay, kids. You guys can come with me, but you probably can't because you the kids probably have school. But listen, I'm going over to Halifax to watch the Halifax Mooseheads. Is that what they'd be called? <laughs> Just take the name Just from take, the Quebec Major Junior no, team? No, they would not take that name. <laughs> what, would, what do you think a team would be named in Halifax anyways? Halifax. Quick, off the top. Like, I know we didn't really... What, do they take the Highlanders off the Goon movie or what? Halifax Highlanders. Wow, that'd be nice. Those jerseys. What about the Halifax Red Claws for lobsters? Red Claws? Red Claws. That's an interesting one, but I I don't like it. (laughs) I think they would be hit up by the White Claws, like the drink the the White Claw. No, there's nothing there. You don't think? What? It's completely different. White White Claw sells Michael Watt, maybe. They could, like... Maybe go red cloth. Anyways, besides yeah. the point, I think Halifax, what they demonstrated there at the World Juniors, I think I think we have an argument there, but I will definitely not see it in my lifetime, obviously. And we won't see it in your lifetime. No, there's never going to be a team there in Halifax. It's just, wouldn't make sense. Uh, it, like, if the team's good, people are going to be going, but what happens when the team's bad? There's, It's going to be basically empty. It's going to be like the worse than the Mullet Arena there for Arizona. I think like, if Arizona was in Halifax, I think they would do better in Halifax than they would in Arizona. 
They're selling that out that Mullet Arena, man. Do you not think they could sell out that small arena if that small arena was in Halifax? Yeah. They would sell out every single game. I would probably go twice a month to yes, go watch but, a game. But then the league's not making money. League's not in it to not make money. So you think Arizona's just sitting there right now just until they can somehow find a better situation or waiting on the new rink? But yeah, They are waiting spend, on the new rink right now. Yeah. I know, but they're going to spend so much money Hopefully on this new improved. rink. And you think that location's really going to bring more fans? Like the location that they're at right now, where Mall Arena is, man, that's a great spot. And yeah, they're selling out, but I still, I still watch a few games there in Arizona, and they were not sold out. Maybe it's a during the week games, but they were not sold out, or they might have been, but nobody was there. <laughs> so maybe I don't know. concessions were just backed up. Maybe, <laughs> maybe everyone's trying to get some hot dogs there at the, at <laughs> in the intermission, and or maybe the beer stand. I wonder if the beer is any cheaper or to, get, college to, get the, students, to get the students there. Yeah. Or all the college students are leaving to go to their cars to drink alcohol, <laughs> and it's taking them so long because to get Because the back. beers are 17 $20 a yeah. fucking pop. <laughs> this definitely could be true. <laughs> but but like, maybe listen, they wouldn't let them back in, though. But listen, there's like 100 and... What is it? 104, let's just say 150,000 people in PEI, like the population. Out of 150,000 people, like, do you think... What percentage do you think are hockey fans? And diehard hockey fans. Um, diehard. Like that would actually go over to watch a game. Oh my god! Like, I mean, the occasional game, I could see thirty percent of the population going over there. And what's the arena gonna hold? What do the typical arenas hold? Like what are they twenty thousand? No, they're not that big. No, they're not. Like <laughs> twenty three thousand, I think, is like the uh, yeah, or something I think, like yeah. That. So let's just say. Let's just say they have an arena the size of Winnipeg, which is slightly smaller than the rest. So let's say like 17,000 people. And with all the population that's in Halifax, I still don't think when you're going to be making a brand new rink, you don't want to make it the smallest one in the NHL. Winnipeg's wasn't a brand new rink either. But it was already there. It was already there. So they said, okay, well, like, whatever. You can't use uh halifax is like the Mooseheads rank right now no, that's that's no, too small no, no. that's too you small wouldn't be able to bring in the revenue but no. you'd sell it every time be a good atmosphere but you just couldn't bring in the nhl revenue that the nhl would need to succeed as a franchise but, i i feel like there's going to be games that would sell out for sure like especially weekend games and like leafs come in habs come in like you're gonna like pretty well mostly all canadian teams come in boston comes in um but like <laughs> When Arizona comes in or, like, San Jose comes in, like, that, man. But if you're a hockey how many fan, it doesn't going? matter. If you're a hockey fan, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, the ticket but price, but listen, the, they're ticket, not gonna, the tickets aren't going to be much cheaper than going anywhere else. The ticket prices, when I hear people say the ticket prices, like, in, when, when Arizona were, was in their last stadium, like, the tickets, you could get, like, a family package for, like, 100 bucks, And you can get a hot dog and you get a freaking... That's, that's Junior. And no, no. That was like, every time I watched a hockey game growing up, and I could hear, like, I could, whenever I was watching the game, they could say, like, if Montreal, like, you know, I was watching Montreal, and whatever team they were playing, they are like, in New Jersey or, like, uh, in Dallas. Like, those tickets, like, they did these family packages to bring in more people. And they were like, the whole family could go for the price of going to one Montreal game for one person. Like, and the whole family could go and get a hot dog, get a pop, get everything included do they still do that like i had never heard of that in a long time i'm not sure i'm not sure but that's i remember that 
But anyways, that's what I'm getting to. And like in Halifax, you could do the same thing. You couldn't. You don't have to like price the tickets out of control like Toronto and Montreal and stuff like that. Like you could no. just charge the tickets. Those, like, those cities can do that because they have a, such a large population that can. Of course. They're gonna get people regardless of what the ticket price is. So why don't you charge the tickets like Florida? Going to Florida, Tampa Bay, like you can get a ticket there for like 40, 50 bucks. Easily, yeah. So you could, you if would not sell, cheaper, you could do it. I really do think you could, but again, it's not going to happen. They, they sell them pretty cheap too in uh, California, but yeah, I, I don't think it's going to happen. The, the population is too small, and I don't think that many people are really that in depth to the hockey. Is well, I mean, John, and I, I think it'll do well for the first couple of years, and then it might kind of fizzle out, especially if the team's not doing great because no one wants to go to the rink when your team's losing all the time besides watching your favorite players but i can't see it happening i don't think it'll happen either but really would be pretty cool but um in the long run makes no sense for the nhl if there was to be an expansion team somewhere i still got to go with quebec city quebec city would be the place number one and then maybe even another one in texas like there's a lot of people in Texas. Try to grow the game even more. Yeah, grow the game, but, like, anyways. We'll stop talking about that. It was a great time there at the World Juniors in Halifax. Fans were crazy. It was a great time. They, you know, they made the players, like, the players could definitely feel that, like, emotion from the fans. And that that make them feel feel good and make them play better. You know, fans are always helpful. Even the goal song. Nice tribute to the Maritimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Heave away! <laughs> Jelly boy, it's all around the way. I don't know any more lyrics to that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm gassed out there too on that one. Um, yeah. So who, who impressed you most, anyways, in that, uh, that tournament store? Like, did you, did you enjoy watching Canada's goaltender play? Millish. Do you think he was Millish? Millish played really well and. I think maybe the best thing for Canada was to start the other guy there game one to get lit up, and then Billings just took took over. I think it was Goudreau was his name, but man, he saved them, man. Like he was lights out against Slovakia. Oh yeah, played really well too against the States, and then closed out the job against Czechia. Like the guy just stood on his head. I know. He went undrafted the last couple of years. Uh, I think the big thing, the big knack on him really is his size. Because I feel like in today's age, NHL goaltenders, most teams are looking at guys that are like at least 6'2". And there's not there's not too many guys getting drafted if they're a little bit shorter than that. And he's, I don't know, 5'11", 5'10", or something. So I think I he think, played I, well. I think he gets overlooked for sure, but he played really good. And he kept the team in it. At he's all gonna, times. He's going to get some looks from a lot of scouts from a lot of different NHL teams. And, a, you know, a, a player that a player like him and a player of his size, I think he really looks at a goaltender like uh, UC Saros and the Nashville Predators. Yeah. You know, Saros being I was going to bring that up, too. Yeah, he's yeah. a shorter guy. Sorry for cutting you off there, man. Don't go oh, ahead. Oh, go ahead, man. You can finish it. Oh, I was just going to say, that, yeah, he's just a shorter guy. I think he's like six feet or something, right? So 5'11". 5'11"? Yeah, and, man, that guy's been playing so great. Um, what was it against the Hurricanes there? A few nights back. Pfft, what, 64 saves? 64 saves. 64 saves. Who does that now in only 60 minutes of, like, work? I wish I would have tuned into that. I wish I would have tuned into that Yeah, I didn't have the time either to tune into it, but, man, 
What a performance. Like, it doesn't matter if the shots were quality shots or from the, you no, know, from the boards. Yeah, he was just stopping everything. With that what, many what shots. What, he got in, like, a couple, right? Or... But, yeah, he, man, impressive night by him for sure. And I think it was, like, the third most in an NHL game, too. Yep. Um, yeah, right. that, that includes o- overtime, too. Yeah, bingo, bingo. Yeah, I seen I seen the top guy with the most saves in the NHLs, Ron Tugnut. <laughs> the old Tuggernauts there. What Se- a name. Seventy. Love it. Had seventy. Seventy saves. Seventy saves. Yeah. That was back in the nineties. Nineties or maybe it was the, like late eighties or something, oh, but yeah, around there. Before the turn of the century. He was with the Nordiques. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Crazy time. Anyways, listeners, just wanted to let you know. So, just talking, like, I'm really big on this, like, team being, like, in Halifax. I think that would be the problem. Oh, we're, we're going, we're, we're, you're going in reverse yeah, here now, eh? Rewind, Put her yeah. in reverse, Terry! Anyways, I, <laughs> so, again, I really would love to have a team in the Maritime, just so I don't have to travel to friggin' Montreal for the close to NHL game. But I was looking up family packs. So, here's a family pack. It starts at $199. Four what's this for though? For a hockey game. What's hockey game? Like what's team? Buffalo, Buffalo Sabers. Okay, so they do still do these uh, promos. They do them for almost every team. Okay. Because they're trying to attract people, right? Like most of these stadiums aren't getting sold out every night. Get the kids involved. So it's family pack starts at one ninety nine for four people. Uh, four hot dogs, four popcorn, four sodas. Family packs will also be available. In the hundred level, for an additional cost of only compared to one ninety nine for two thirty nine. So forty extra dollars to go down to the lower bowl. And that's that's like if you're gonna buy a ticket like that in Montreal and Toronto, you're paying like probably for the whole family. Oh my god, you're probably over a grand. Well, man, this is this is two thirty nine for four people yeah. for four tickets in hundred bowl. So like if you're well, in Montreal and Toronto, you're paying like seven hundred dollars or if not more per person. Depending where you're sitting. It doesn't matter, man. You know what I mean. Like this is but ridiculous. But yes, yeah, pricing. no, like, it is ridiculous. Halifax, yeah, you get people there all the time, and and plus you get four popcorn, four hot dogs, and four sodas on top of that. <laughs> yeah, that that's your supper. Like that in Montreal would cost fucking five hundred dollars <laughs> just for the fucking refreshments. And take you about the whole intermission to get and miss the first five minutes of the next period. But yeah, that's crazy. I, I did not realize they still did those kind of big packages like that, and that's that's good for Buffalo. Try to get the fans in there, even though they always fall off the tracks every year when they go hot and then just fizzle out all the time. And hopefully, they one of these times they put her together. And I think maybe they should just go back to those black unis, though. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, man. man, those go ahead black and red and silver uniforms. Wow, play dangerous in those. Yeah, they yeah. look good, but and I they, do like the traditional. You like the blue and yellow, logo. do you? I like. I like the the buffalo that's in the middle. Like, not the buffalo looks like it's from like a dragon world, like from Dragon Ball Z. That's what it kind of reminds me of, like the like red the, and the, black the... ones. What? I still like them. I like the uniform, and Rasmus Dahlin looks really good in it. Yeah, Rasmus Dahlin. He looks like a <laughs> Norris caliber defenseman in those jerseys. Yeah, and like. Anyways. Him and Tage Thompson. I wanted to touch base on Tage Thompson. Like, Man. I was listening to somebody though, and they said that 
Tage Thompson there speculating maybe. Do you think he would do steroids? I hate to say steroids? this. Steroids? <laughs> What's the this, advantage? What's the advantage of steroids for a hockey player though? I won't say where I heard this from. The advantage of steroids for a hockey player? Come on, man. Use your head. I'll yeah, for a fighter. A, I'll let you take back that question, man. It, it's it's better for everything. Like you battle in the corner, like it just makes your overall body just a hell of a lot stronger. Like it makes your legs strong. You can skate quicker. You can take off faster. You can your strides are so much more powerful. You can be you can like in the corners. You're just you're just you're just bettering your performance with taking like that's what they that's what they call them. It's performance enhancing drugs. On the PEDs. But um, don't they test hockey players now? Yeah, they got it right. They well, got test. To. They got test all athletes, right? So, well, I couldn't see, I, like, especially at most leagues, always target the the guys that are doing like are excelling that came out of nowhere, and he'd be no exception because he just really came out of nowhere. He, yeah, he just forced himself onto the scene there as like, know, a top fo- top five player this year for sure. And oh yeah, yeah, he played great last year, but like this year is just unbelievable. PDs, I never, I don't. When I think of PEDs, I never, it's random. I never bring up a hockey player in my head. Like, never, never, never comes across my mind at all. But it probably happens. Next episode, folks, we'll uh, we'll deepen. We'll We'll do uh, some more research on that for you. But and another name, I'm not going to say where I. I don't. Don't want to believe it's true. Well, I don't obviously, but you know what though, I heard it. I heard it from someone. I'm not going to say who because I don't like throwing people under the bus and whatever. Have more chatter going on. Yeah, keep the source uh, private. Source private. Yeah. But uh, another name they mentioned was obviously, and this would make more sense to you since you think it would be more of a tough guy, but they said that Ryan Reeves, they said, look at him with a like a shirt off and like... Maybe that guy just always works out though. Like guys can maybe. get that big without maybe. drugs. Oh with, yeah. Without performance enhancing Oh yeah, drugs. hockey players, like they're not gigantic that you know like, okay. No, they literally work out every day. So it's like, it, it's going to happen. Yeah. But I mean, I believe it's tested, so I, I can't see it. I can't see why he wouldn't have got caught if he was, but I'm not gonna say he doesn't. Maybe if we get lucky sometime, we get him on the show. We'll we'll ask him a few things. Yeah. But man, I, I'd never wanna never wanna think about that. No. Don't, don't don't want any guy cheating the game. No. You just think about them all differently after that. But there was drugs in hockey. Who was the guy? Oh, Grant Fuhrer. Grant Fuhrer. What do you take? Just period, like, what do you take? Just like fo- focusing drugs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think cocaine would help most people, but maybe if you build the tolerance. You know what though? I I, I don't think that'd be beneficial to anybody if they were playing hockey on cocaine. No, well, I think it would actually help. Yeah, if you're really tired and if you like to party back, and you know, a lot of players back in that time, they like to party after the games, and they're like, okay, like it's game time, like. Yeah. I got probably like three hours sleep of not even really sleep because right. I'm but like, drunk. No guy's going to try that for the first time and do it. So they're, obviously they've already been taking cocaine oh, prior. yeah. <laughs> Ask Kuznetsov. Yeah. Ask Mitch Marner. Yeah, all those guys. Eh? I'm not going to not gonna say those guys. Well, I guess the Kuznetsov, Kuznetsov we know, but Marner. I'm not going to speculate on any guys that we don't know any evidence on. That's what we do. But, as a podcaster, we speculate. Oh, we don't want to throw these guys in the shade. We don't want to. Don't want to wrong those people. We're, we're just throwing out rumors, bad rumors, and no wonder all these athletes hate media people. <laughs> Fuck people like you, man. You'd be perfect for this industry. Yeah, you well, are. Let's just keep at it. 
Oh, man. But, uh, no, definitely not true. I don't think with uh, Tage Thompson. He, he's just having a great year. He put it all together. He was a, he was a high-side-out prospect coming out from juniors anyways uh, in St. Louis there. He got traded for Ryan O'Reilly, who's – he was huge back then when he got traded to St. Louis. And it obviously helped St. Louis win the Cup because he won the Conn Smythe. So you can kind of say both worked out in the end there in that trade for sure. What do you think? Oh, I think I think you're correct in that for sure. But I I'm sorry, I'm still searching yeah, here. Family you got packs. your mind elsewhere right now, I'm right? I'm still searching for family packs of <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, different arenas around uh, the world here. But Yeah, uh, Joel's Joel's going to take his family out to uh, Buffalo here one of these nights to get those four hot dogs, four popcorns and four four sodas. Well, you know, what if I'm He's going to have a great time, folks. If He's I'm in the area, I'm definitely going to tip that family pack up. For family packs, does it have to be like bloodline? Like, yeah, you have to like, do a blood test. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Blood test. you got to send in your blood work for them. Like, how do they yeah. know that, or can, like, four guys just buy four tickets for the family no, pack? Do that. So how's it work? How do so they know? So it's on and if you... So what do you got to send in, like, their... Tap on yes, I want the family pack, and then you have to show pictures. Of your ID and stuff. Yeah, and blood samples. Blood samples. In, in case, in case you're on PEDs, yes. Yeah, to get yeah. into one of the players, perhaps. Yeah, to scan all that stuff. But here's another one for Carolina. Like you know, Buffalo. A lot of you listeners probably like, oh yeah, Buffalo. The only reason why it's so cheap is because they suck and they're having a hard time getting fans. But then look at the Carolina Hurricanes, one of the top teams in the league, and they're doing four tickets, family package, same thing, the hot dog, popcorn, soda, hundred and thirty dollars for four people, and you get all those stuff. That yeah, must stuff. be way up in the nosebleeds, though, in, is it? You're in the nosebleeds. For yeah, that one. you're in the nosebleeds, but still. But still, though, that's worth it for, the for four level, tickets. Is like that's total price, or is that total price? One hundred thirty bucks. Total price for four tickets. American. All that. American. Yeah, I, and then that's it's worth it. And then for the lower bowl, it you can go for three hundred dollars, but then you have to get a food and beverage credit. You have to pay forty bucks, but that forty bucks will give everyone the, the hot dog, the uh, popcorn, and the so food. really it's like three eighty. Three hundred and forty bucks. That's what it'd be to get a lower right. bowl ticket for four people in Carolina. So not even a hundred bucks each. Not even hundred bucks each. Now just think about that in Halifax. They'd be sold it all the time. Yeah, man. We keep coming back to the Halifax and the Maritimes and well, maybe I just an would NHL love it, man. That would be like, oh my god. I, I think they're, I think they're maxed out for the teams now for a while. Yeah, I, we're popping new teams. There's no, there's no other major sports leagues that are over thirty-two teams, and I can't see the NHL being the first. To expand why on why not though what are they waiting for well, why though what are you going to do when you keep expanding teams are you going to make the playoffs even bigger yeah why not are you going to do like the playoff like wild card kind of thing yeah that'd be fun like the nba does now why not that should what? be our logo why not why not <laughs> why not us why not us <laughs> but yeah. uh yeah So yeah, I kind of want to bring up something too here today. I uh, was kind of thinking a lot of it. Uh, well, not really thinking. I was more so just dreaming of if I was Connor Bedard right now. What team would I want to go to most? For him, I know he's a Vancouver guy. So he, I actually seen on a little interview. 
uh, just on the Regina Pats, their social <laughs> I think media. I know where you're going. <laughs> yeah, I think you do too. And man, what a terrible take. But they asked him what uh, what team he's seen winning the Stanley Cup this year. He said the Vancouver Canucks. <laughs> well, buddy, you might be joining the Vancouver Canucks. So okay, I didn't know where <laughs> you, you were didn't. Going. You didn't see that one? No, but oh, all-time I'll, bad take though. <laughs> I'll tell you where I where I thought you were going with that. I saw a clip there of they asked Connor Bedard what's his favorite player. And his favorite player, I thought he was going to be, like, you know, some superstar. Anyways, he ended up saying Tyler Mott. Tyler Mott. Yeah. Loved him back in the day, eh? He liked Tyler Mott. Cause, well, he said he liked Tyler Mott because he liked his work ethic. Uh, he always he good. was always working out there. And you know what? With him, with Connor Bird saying something like that. You know that he admires the game and not just yeah. not just the skill of the game. He wants to work. He wants yeah. to win. He really wants to do things the right way. That's why I think we have him. Well, I have him. Generational talent. He's you not. have him keyed at that. I don't have him keyed at that because it's so hard to know that until they're actually putting game action. you got like, to be wild with the predictions here and there, though. Wild. And that's out there. Like a wild horse running through the past. Lots of people are throwing that out there. I, I think I believe it to be true. I, I, well, I do man, like getting wild. When you get him on your team, you're going to build around him. You're going to be successful for years and years and years. Like yeah. like a Pittsburgh Penguins, or maybe it takes a little bit longer, like the Washington Capitals with Ovechkin. But it's going to happen, and you're going to be successful for many, many years. Oh, yeah. Talk to him to Ovechkin. Just right quick. Just go right back. Yeah, I know, I know how much of a hard-on you got for that guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do like Ovechkin. But check out our Twitter feed there and look at that uh, – that tweet I shared on our Twitter. Look at that goal and try to remember the goal that Ovechkin made when he was playing against the Arizona. Phoenix back in the day. Yeah, Phoenix back in the day. Take a look at that quick tweet, though. But, yeah, what you were saying with, like, Bedard, man, he's going to... He at Howitzer to... Podcast is the handle. At Howitzer Podcast. But, uh, yeah, if I was Bedard, I think uh, the team I would like to go to most would be the Montreal Canadiens. Oh, I don't know, man. What about you? Where do you think if if you're in his boots right now, if you were Connor Bedard, where would you want to go? I, I told you. I know he like he's a Vancouver kid. I know, but he I'm obviously wants about, to play with Vancouver, the home, hometown kid. But like, Vancouver makes sense for him too, though. They're hey. a bunch of young guys. They get rid of those older older guys. Like, well, Horvat Miller's got to go too. I, I don't know what why they. Here. I don't know why they signed that guy over Horvat either. But yeah, it sounds like either. he's just a cancer in their room too. Really? Oh yeah. It, I just. Well, I just see him being pissy on the ice all the time. Like he's slapping his stick, just oh, having yeah. having these little temper tantrums all the time. The so it's like thing. the cop. That's another thing. But like even just off a regular draw, like he was slamming a stick against the ice, like a guy wasn't two inches over to the left or something. So it's like. Yeah, that's garbage. You know what? Maybe I, they will. Yeah, I just feel like he's bad for the whole whole team there. But I think get rid of them. Fucking get rid of Tyler Myers and that contract. You know who they need like, to get. You know who they need to get. Strip it down. Guarantee that overall yeah. first round, first overall pick. Tyler Myers. Well, just sell the sell the team. Oh, yeah. Like, but they should bring in Tyler Myers. If Connor yeah. Bernard's going there, well, <laughs> yeah, he he'll mentor him. <laughs> but ask me before we get off. Ask me if I was Connor Bernard, where I would like to go. You said Montreal Canadiens. No, no, no. I take it back. Tell me. Ask me again. <laughs> All right. Hey, hey, Connor. 
Yeah, man. Where would you like to go? No, I'm not talking about myself right now. Nice. You know, this is a team sport. And you know where I'd want to go? I'd want to go to Halifax. <laughs> so NHL, make go. a team Halifax where I'm not playing hockey yeah. anymore. Go Red Claws. <laughs> but, uh, oh, man. Wow. Yeah, no, Connor Bedard, I'd say, I'd say it's going to be Anaheim, Arizona, Chicago should be in the topic, too. Man, do you want him to go to Chicago, though? I don't want him going to Chicago, but they suck, man. Like, they're, they're going to have the odds. Um, hopefully, like, hopefully Vancouver blows it up. I'd love to see Vancouver blow it up and get him, though. Um, maybe if Montreal just keeps playing... Uh, Montembleau there in the net, they might get it. Montreal has a harder schedule from here on out. That's perfect for them. That's just what every Montreal fan wants to hear right now. They're 17 points up on Chicago or something like that. Last time I took a look. like It doesn't matter, though. If they're only one seat ahead, it's not going to change your odds. But the odds are for the first place team this year is 25%. (laughs) That's not bad. For the first, for the, I call it the first place team because (laughs) literally they are because they're going to get Conor Bedard. But for the last place team, twenty five. Like they changed the odds from last year, which was like, again, guys, 18, we don't have exact numbers, but 18, like it's like, 17? yeah, it's like eighteen, seventeen percent. Yeah. And which was, I think, was the way to do it. Like now, make it fair for everybody. But I mean, you had those teams that were never having the opportunity to get that pick when they deserved that pick either. But it worked yeah. out. Like Colorado, they were dead last in the Kale McCarr draft. They ended up in fourth. They got the best player in that draft. They got the best player. Like it. it funny how it worked out but like we don't know until they get to the NHL yeah you really don't don't know know. but like I think this is a for sure for sure but I'm so excited (laughs) like I'm so like I just I don't even care if they get yeah come from a Habs fan like yourself yeah yeah. but like Connor Bedard yeah he'd be great but like that but Mishkov but uh, wait wait were you not this excited last year when you got the first overall pick with Slavkowski I wasn't I was not excited about last year's draft I just the whole time I was like Oh, but, 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 why couldn't but, this but, be but, next but, year? But, yeah, I was like Montreal can never catch a break. I'm fucking. Well, they did. They did. Old. They did catch the break there, getting the first overall pick, but it just yeah, didn't but, happen to be uh, an elite draft. But yeah. you know what, Slavkovsky still could be unreal. Like I watch him a lot, and I know that he gets rocked a lot, but like he played in those leagues, like the, like a Finnish league where there's no hitting, there's no nothing like that. Like he was playing with his head down a lot. And, like I think for sure that. Once he gets his head up and doesn't get rocked all the time, like I think he has the hands, man. He's playing. He's making some nice passes out there. He knows the ice and he knows he knows how to play hockey and he's going to be a good player. Yeah, but it's not going to be for some time. I don't think with that guy, he needs to go till to uh, Laval. Is that where their Laval. the farm team is? Yeah. I think he's got to go down there, man. Laval, Laval. <laughs> but like, I, I think he's got to get sent down, man. He's not. He's not going to gain any confidence playing in the NHL, playing these... On the like, third and fourth line. Yeah. He's he's not playing meaningful minutes, and like that's not the type of player that you guys want what? him to be either. I know you're getting the experience out of yeah. him and stuff, and you already burned the one year in the contract, but for the entry-level contract. But, like, man, send him down. But, listen, here, though. Montre- this trade deadline's coming around, and Montreal's going to be big-time sellers. Okay, and but, like... That's, I think that's why they're not giving Slavkowski the minutes at those top two lines right now because they're trying to showcase so, some players on the top two lines so they can sell them at the deadline and maybe that'll open up yes, a spot but, for Slavkovsky to come in. But that makes no sense to keep minutes. him in Montreal until they get rid of those guys either, though. Like, he could easily go down to the Rocket there and play there for a bit. 
But there's two takes on that Sawyer. When you think about it, you want them to be at the top level. I know it's about confidence. confidence Not with these young so guys, much. man. You don't need them to be there right now. I think I think the only reason but, he's really up there right now because he's pegged as the first overall pick. I think that's the only reason he's there right now. He's not playing like he should be in the NHL. He'll have flashes, but he's not a consistent NHL player right but now. But the thing is, you though, know it. You watch the games. I watch. I watch the games. I still think he's an NHL caliber player right now, but he's not getting the top two minutes either. If he was putting those, if you put him on a line with Cole Caulfield and Nick Suzuki. Guarantee you, he's going to be putting up good amount of points. He'll be if you play with him all year long in top power play unit. He'll put up probably sixty points. He'll probably score twenty goals in eighty-two games. Like good I, example. I think I think at this rate, like if, I think if you did put him there, I think you're only going to drag that line down though, because I don't think he's I don't think he knows the system well enough for starters. And I like it's even like you say, he was playing over in Europe. Like he's playing on smaller ice. He's got to adjust. And the contacts out there. I, man, I just feel like his. I feel like what's best for them and the team. He should be down in the minors right now, developing and being a better player. And then he could be that guy next year and help them progress. Should I mention Jack Hughes on New Jersey? Well, that's a good tie, eh? Just first overall picks. Just keep talking about the four well, first overalls. I'm just saying, like, Jack- because, because he started off real slow, too. Yeah, and he. But the thing different with Jack Hughes and Slavkovsky is that as soon as Jack Hughes got in the league, he was putting those top minutes. He was given those. He was given that the top opportunity to excel. Okay, but he's also used to the North America and stuff too. So there's another difference between difference contact. between the two. But like he was getting rocked out there. Yeah, well, he's he a very getting, he's small guy compared he was to hit hard. compared to Slavkovsky, but so like now he adjusted. It took him a couple years to adjust. He was still a way better performer, though, even in his rookie year. He's a talented guy. He's a talented guy, but when I look at Slavkovsky, he has some nice hands, man. He has some nice hands out there. He's quick. He's fast. He's big. And he's only 18. And floats around. Floats around. (laughs) He's not doing a whole lot that Magically. Yeah, (laughs) magically. I I don't know. I feel like he's got a lot of work to do, like any young player, though. I, I, uh, man... Send him down. Give him that confidence. Bring him back up at the end of the year when all those guys pass the trade deadline and stuff. <laughs> Give him those minutes like he wants and what he deserves. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just feel like that would be best for him right now. I, I think keep him up here too long. He keeps performing like this. They're going to give up on him and then trade him someone else, and then they're actually going to use him properly, and boom, star. Yeah, you never know. It's all franchises always go in different routes. Like you never know what route they're gonna take. You don't know what route's gonna be right. They do. You have to. You but as, do you think he was like looking back on that draft now? And I know it's only been like half a year or whatever. But would you have drafted any differently? Would you have taken that Logan Cooley guy off the American team over him? He looked pretty good. To me, I would take Logan Cooley. Yeah, I would have taken him first overall. Because I would be a first-year GM, and I would definitely take the for-sure pick. Because if I didn't take the for-sure pick, I'd probably be fired in like two more years. So I would take, <laughs> take Logan Cooley because, you know, he's a good-sized player. He, he's an overall good player, and you know that he's going to be like a guaranteed top, top, six. top, six, top guy, six guy. You know, top, you know, even top nine, even like 
But you need, I'd say when you draft first overall, you would need at least a top six guy coming in. Yeah. That's what just, the fans yeah. are for. And just franchise. from what I'm seeing with Sofkowski, he's not that top six guy right now. Oh, he's not? No. Because well, he's not because they're not putting him in the opportunity to do so. I think Montreal's trying to showcase some players right now to trade them. Maybe they'll open up a gap there for him after the deadline. Yeah, let's hope you're right. Well, always always want to see player success. I'd hope to see that happen. And like Justin Barron, now with the ghouly injury there, I think uh, Barron's going to get an opportunity once uh, Joel Edmondson mm-hmm. gets traded. I think Barron's finally going to get up there and give it a Does Edmondson there. even want to leave, though? I've oh, seen, yeah, I've seen some... I've seen some stuff he doesn't want to leave Montreal, though. He wants to stick around. But I also did see some rumors that Edmonton was looking into him. Yeah, he'll he'll go to Edmonton if the trade happens, for sure. And I don't know what they'll get back, but if they got a first first Sherratt last year, they should get a first for Edmonton. And that first for Sherratt might even be a lottery pick. Could be a Mishkov, could be a Fantelli. No, be... it won't be that high. Their own pick would be that high. I just every time I look at the schedule now and see who Florida's playing, I'm like, I hope they lose. Lose. I hope they lose. 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 Like, I'm actually, I'm actually betting against my team now because that's how much. Because I think I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> I'm betting against the team right now in the position they're in, which is so weird to do. And I hope I never have to experience it for the rest of my life after a couple of years when they're done with this fucking rebuild. Yeah, watching rebuilds is just a tough. It's tough. It's it's just as tough. It, as, Watching, listening to the American anthem and the Canadian anthem before a big game. Oh man, uh, there's nothing more I I uh, you dislike. Gotta, you di- you dislike listening to the anthems? To both at the same, like both oh, right God. before the game. Yeah. Yeah, like I uh, watched the um, it was the Leafs and the Red Wings the other night, and yeah. for some odd reason, um, on the feed I was watching it on anyways. It just just went right from the guys to the panel right to the puck drop i didn't even see no anthems or nothing i was like i was like wow that's nice i think television i was like knows i was like did the game even start or they're just showing previews because like i didn't listen to the anthem at all there but like it was good but you know what though i think just got in the flow but like broadcasting corporations they know that the general public not doesn't really like listening to that so they're like you know what let's not let's throw some more commercials out there and we'll skip the anthems and get right into it when puck drops when they're all skating around ready to drop a puck Oh, and they take forever. Puck drop's supposed to be at 8 o'clock, and watch a freaking Leafs game. Puck's drop, not dropping until, what, 8.20? It's like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? It's like, oh, it could have been over. Like, half the period could have been over by the time they actually dropped the puck. It's outrageous, especially when they're doing two anthems. Yeah, it's, it's imagine if the anthems were, like, Which is majority seven of the time. minutes long. Some, oh, some performers Some performers like could, that. yeah. Well, not that long, but... But by the time they... Anyways, you know what I mean, like... <laughs> you they... had one word left and you couldn't finish And what was it? Like, three minutes there? <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway, and then plus I... the wrap-up, too. They got to wrap up that carpet and everything. Yeah. Get, get what, 100 people off the fucking ice because they put everybody out there for the and anthem that, for some and reason. And what about that big flag they tossed around in Toronto? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Half the fans it's, are probably... You, can't, you even, can't, even, the... can't even see the puck drop. They'd miss half the first period because they'd be t- taking this big oh. old flag back in. <laughs> Yeah, I think don't. You can get those tickets cheaper though. Where those flags get passed? The, where the flags go around? Eh? No, I don't know. But uh, definitely not. I like how they're skipping the anthem, so I don't have Maybe to. Maybe that's included up. in the family package. Could be. <laughs> I like how I don't have to stand up during the the anthems. 
At home. At home. Like, in your own living room. I'm sitting cozy. The anthem comes on. Look over at the wife. And then I just think, oh, I'm Canadian. I got to get up. I you get, get up, up for them? Oh, yeah. I get up at my home in front of the television, and I say, okay, let's, you know, it's time to Time to sing this anthem. You gotta do it, man. It's Canada. Right? Canada um, so you had a hat on. If you had a hat on, will you take it off yes, then too for of the course. anthem? Jesus, You're a classy guy. Oh yeah. Well, you got sometimes some some things you have to keep doing in life. I feel like if I'm really into the game, it's a huge game, which is pretty rare. It's not really come till playoff time or something. I might stand up for it. You have to keep some uh, there's traditions no... alive, except for the Catholic religion. If I'm obviously one. if I'm at the stadium at the game live, you're standing up. At in my living room, man, nah, I'm not standing up for that. Really? No. So there's a line there, is there? Man, I think majority of the people would agree with me that you're not standing up for that anthem. But I think it makes me feel better about myself, and I don't a passionate care. Canadian. I don't care what the fuck you think, man. I'm gonna do what I want to do. All right. I'm not saying it's wrong. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, jeez, you know, man. I just had. I had just a bit up to here, and I know you guys can't. That's see high. How high. That is high, head. though, guys. That's super high. He might walk out. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's good that they still do the anthem, though, and I think that's something that they'll they'll always start, keep it, doing. It's sure. a nice traditional thing to do. Just, just like the handshake line in the playoffs and stuff. It's just a nice traditional thing to do. Unless there's a world war. What? Unless there's another world, <laughs> what? A world war where you know it's like the Ukraine Russia thing, like. Wait, wait, like what? if Ukraine had an anthem, like, and if Russia took over Ukraine, does that mean Ukrainians are now Russians? I I don't think that means that unless they take over their land. And... Well, that's what they're trying to do, take over their land. And what if they succeed? Is the Ukrainian an- national anthem no more? That's a great question. What, do they just take that one off the playlist? Do they? We'll give uh, you guys that answer next pod. Or next show, we'll say. I like saying show more. But it's not really a show. We're not showing anything. Who classifies what a show is <laughs> and what a pod is? Like, pod sounds, I don't know, cliche? Maybe? I, I don't know what cliche really even means. <laughs> but, <laughs> it sounds good, though. It sound, sounded like a good time to say it. <laughs> I liked it. Thanks. I think you hit a good word choice there. Yeah, next podcast we'll let you guys know on that though. And another thing I want to for you to answer, Sora. I all hope right. to God because you're kind of more of a basketball fan than I am. Oh, I wouldn't say that. I haven't watched one game all year. I don't watch until Raptors playoff basketball, and that's if the Leafs aren't on the same time. Oh, okay. But I have a question well, I'll, for I'll you. I'll answer though. I hope you can answer this too. I'll try my best. What is this thing about? people fucking up in sports and deciding to not get the goal or shoot the basket or I mean shoot the get goal. the goal well get the goal get, get the, the bucket point, we'll say get the bucket and then it sounds like, like you're a, a real hard basketball fan and then a meme there. comes up and says uh just about to score a goal but then it says like Le- but just, i remember lebron's favorite quote like what is this lebron's favorite quote thing I don't know what you mean with LeBron's favorite quote. Yeah, that's what I'll have to show you here, and we'll get we'll, we'll talk a little more about it here, maybe. Uh, I know the viral week. thing going on, like with LeBron. I guess it was a couple weeks back, but it was just about him. I don't know, basically just lying about everything. 
So he'd just be like, oh, yeah, I was telling my boys that he's going to score. Like, like, let's say, you know how Mitchell had that 71-point game uh, a couple weeks back? <laughs> like, people would be making memes about that. Like, I have a picture of him there up on the – having, like, his press conference or whatever and saying, yeah, I was telling the boys in the locker room there that he's going to put up 70 tonight. And I was right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know those <laughs> like, kind of memes and stuff for sure. I – if I was to guess, I mean, what's his favorite quote, though? It's, I think it's something, it's probably something stupid. And I can't see any NBA player stopping in their tracks and being like, oh, LeBron's quote. No, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to shoot this bucket. It's like a meme. <laughs> but, uh... Well, those are the only LeBron memes I know right now. But enough of the basketball talk, right? Oh, yeah, I don't like basketball. I do. I do like playing 21. Playing 21 in the backyard, shooting some hoops. Don't have a hoop anymore, so you got to travel somewhere. Go to the old stomping grounds there in Amherst Cove or something, shooting the chain net. What sounds better anyways, the chain net, mesh net? What do you you prefer? I'm a chain guy. You're swishing that ball. That sound of the chain is just elite. If we're playing outside of school... Then it's chain. Yeah. Well, anywhere, so. Well, I like chains. Yeah, chains are great. I used to wear, actually, two chains. <laughs> at the same time. Two chains! How many you got now? One? I just wear one now. My wife made fun of me too much. Well, because you're trying to be a rapper? No, I just enjoyed it. I liked the two chains I had, and I was like, well, why not just wear two chains? Yeah. If you if you like both, why not wear both? Well, Don't funny. let someone change you like that, man. <laughs> okay, I'm trying to look up. Show your here. personality a little bit. <laughs> so this is LeBron's fa- this is LeBron's uh, quote when they said. All right. So it was. It actually does make kind of sense. It says you can't be afraid to fail. It's the only way you succeed. You're not gonna succeed all the time, and I know that. Well, I can tell you one thing. If someone's thinking about that, another player is going to steal the ball off their hands right there and then. Yes. <laughs> That's a long-ass fucking quote, man. <laughs> Wait. Driving the hoop. Oh, let me think about LeBron's quote for a second. I have to fail to succeed. So I'm going to fail so I can succeed next time. So do they just purposely miss the shot? I think. Or maybe they're talking about their last shot previously or something. I'm Who not knows? much into that kind of stuff, and I feel like... Who knows? Whatever. I've never even heard about that LeBron. Is that his favorite quote? Is that what it yeah, is? That's, that's his yeah, favorite that's, that's his latest quote, yeah. Wow. Good on you, LeBron. If you fail, always succeed. Like, my... Succeed later. Like, my motto in life, and this is a quote from me, Joel McIsaac, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. That's my quote. Nice. That's... That's touching. It's deep. So what do you change that you want to see in the world? Well, I feel like everybody always tries to just be and act however somebody wants you to act. Like, you're just acting the way you're acting because you don't want to be classified as different. You don't want to be classified as uh, ridiculous. Like... I feel like if you want to change and do something that's different, because that's what change is, it's something different. 
then you have to not be afraid to do it. You have to just do it and not worry about what other people are thinking. And that's what it comes down to. Right. But so, um, and that's I mean, the yeah, quote that everyone, that's that's a quote everyone should be uh, leaning towards and so always remember whenever like, they do anything in life. Just be yourself. Be yourself. Yeah. But I guess I would change the world in some aspects where people wouldn't be so worried about what others think of them and stuff. Well, that's the type of world we live in, right? And uh, yeah, you see a lot of see a lot of fakes out there. No, oh, it's just ridiculous. Just go on Facebook and. Like, I just don't understand why people have to post yeah. things on Facebook to, like, why are you posting anything about your life on Facebook? Like, what is the, what are you getting from this? People just like to be heard, I guess. But I, don't, I don't know. Does it, like, I mean, like, off somehow? Um, not everybody's going to feel the same way you feel. So everyone's different in that kind of aspect. I mean, if they get joy from that, let them be, right? As as I say, like the quote I like from Dalai Lama, great quote here. Um, the purpose of our lives is just to be happy, yeah. right? Just do what makes you happy. Yeah. And if that what makes them happy, or maybe they're not doing it to make them happy, but I don't know, man. Like, so I I say just do what makes you happy. And- how did any way and how was the world made when did it all begin <laughs> man I'm just we kidding. are not some kind of conspiracy yeah. podcast here so we have really sidetracked a lot here gone way off the rails this is what lebron's I, quotes do to us oh, you get your thinking eh but we didn't we honestly guys we did not smoke any marijuana not we don't not a gram at all we don't believe in illicit drugs but i guess marijuana isn't that that's a performance enhancing drug for podcasters i think it is and maybe some episode and we're not on it maybe some episode we'll try it out and you guys will probably might be the best listen of all time like ask for the beatles the beatles or for them or it could be the podcast with the absolute most dead air and someone maybe joel's just like you hear me that bag of chips (laughs) (laughs) man And we'll be touching, we'll be touching like my glass and stuff. I'd probably get into some Cheetos, and my fingers would be all. There'd be yeah, Cheeto Cheetos, dust. Cheeto dust everywhere is in the room, uh, all over the mics. Just something we don't want, but. But at least I'm it, at your it could place. be, it could be something. Yeah, at least you're at my, my place, place, and I'll just have to clean it up. Not him, so he he's right. gonna be all right. But uh, well, it's uh, it's, yeah, it's summertime, so I gotta <laughs> go. Make sure you have a safe drive home, though. Can't, you can't be driving home. Well, it's a four hour limit after that. Yeah. Four hours. But yeah, that's still. Oh yeah, so I want to talk about. I was looking at some uh, TikToks. Yeah, I got the TikTok. You're a big TikTok guy. And we're getting back in. We're gonna start doing some TikToks here for uh, the Howitzer hockey. I'd love to see what kind of content you create there, Joel. We might. I might borrow one out for next. Uh, next show next week. Anyways, I was looking at. Uh, I was just gazing through TikTok, and I was looking at the sport with. It's like hockey, it's kind of like hockey sticks, but the end of the end of the stick is like a U. It's like a U. Yeah, it's not broom ball. It's not, what's the other, field hockey? It could be field hockey. Anyways, Probably I was looking is. at this and I was They're only at, right-handed shot sticks too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think they're just, I don't think there's any. 
curve. I think well, no, there's no curve, but they're only right hand sticks because they got that fucking like little bubble thing on the back of it. Oh yeah, and all the sticks are so short. Yeah, you're hunched over, you're just breaking your back. That's a game I will never understand, but I thought it was pretty <laughs> nice. Like a lot of fans came into that, and a lot of players are in in there playing it, and maybe it's just a cheaper sport to play than hockey, and that's why it's still around to this day. I don't know. Equipment costs probably a lot cheaper, yeah, because there's not much equipment to that, is there? No, there's no equipment to that. Just your stick. Just your stick, and uh, I mean, I think that's why soccer so uh, so popular. Yeah. It's just you know. It's just get a ball and you're good to go. But I don't know why there isn't a professional ball <laughs> hockey league. Like I feel like I would be better at ball hockey than hockey. Yeah, ball hockey is fun. It's more competitive. I like ball hockey. It's more competitive because everybody can run. Yeah, and so how come that wasn't a thing? How come that's not a thing out there? Maybe that should be the change. Maybe we should make a ball hockey league in Halifax. In make the a ball hockey league? Do you think it could go anywhere? There are definitely, definitely leagues out there. It just... Man. How do you grow that to be one of the major sports now, though? I don't know if you can. Well, you wouldn't. It'd just be like... It'd be like... It would take years and years and years. But, I mean, you could definitely grow it to be successful. That'd be so much fun. That'd a ball be, hockey league. It'd be something to think about, eh? Like, you could just play in, like, the ball hockey league would go on, like, in the fall and spring and summer. Because you could use all the arenas in the, you know, around your... Fall, spring, summer. So, do you mean, like, spring, summer, fall? Yeah, it doesn't matter what way you go about it. I was just naming off seasons that you could play it in. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going in order. Alright. Jeez, Christ. Well, it would make sense to go in order, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, you're a guy who doesn't really care about the structure, though, so it's, no, it's, it's fine. But that's something that I would really enjoy, I think, it was, would be ball hockey. I don't know if I'd ever catch myself sitting down watching a game of ball hockey, though. And that's where you you're going to be able to generate your revenue. But you don't know if you don't try. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, it's a lot of uh, dedication and stuff to uh, volunteer your time to do that, to try to grow a sport where it's probably already been attempted numerous times. <laughs> And <laughs> failed. But hey, bring us back to the LeBron quote. Yeah. If, you can't succeed until if, you fail. Yeah. And once you fail, you will succeed. Wow. <laughs> so, do we take others' failures or do we try, fail, and then try in a different city and succeed? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But uh, one thing I did want to ask you, Sawyer is what do you think about Pacioretty's return to the Carolina Hurricanes? Great for the lineup. Provides way more depth. They were already a freaking team to be getting the cup. If they can get by the uh, Boston Bruins, I still got them as the top dog there in the Eastern. I don't know who wouldn't. You'd be silly not to. That team's unstoppable. But I think Carolina's trending in in that direction as well right now. Like, who did they lose last year, Carolina? Who'd they lose? Did they lose anyone last year? Trocheck. He was a big loss. That's a big loss. He was a big loss. He's playing great in uh, New York right now. What an underrated um, player. Very underrated. He do, he does everything. Like, why doesn't someone lock him up? He, like he's on your power play. He's on your kill. He's playing your top six minutes. Seems like a nice guy too. Yeah. But yeah, Carolina man. Uh, getting Freddie back here soon too. He just got uh, activated off the IR. I, they have to but, put him in. They have to put him in. Yes, maybe maybe ramp him up in a few more practices. I don't know how much he's been practicing, but 
maybe make sure he's right there first. Make sure the whatever injury it was that it's right. You don't want to rush him in because they don't really need him rushed in there right now. Their goalies are playing well. Yeah. Uh, it's not really like they're in dire need for a goaltender right now. I'm just concerned what they're gonna do Clutch on that off. on that roster there there with Coochie. Yeah, they're gonna send him back down. Like he, I think he's waiver exempt, so it's fine if you do. But at the same time, like he's deserved to stay up there. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't want to trade, say, Ranta, because they have a history of goaltending injuries. So you're just gonna be kicking yourself if you rely on on that young goaltender come playoff time if Freddie's hurt again. Or you wouldn't get much for Ranta either. Uh, yeah. You couldn't but, get much for him right now. Like you'd be better off keeping Ranta as opposed to trading Ranta for like a depth player. Yes, but you're keeping Ranta, then Coochie's basically just sitting on your bench, or he's gonna be in the minors. But I, I feel like he he knows he deserves to be played over Ranta right now, though. Did they? Do give, you not think? Did they give Ranta the opportunity to take over that starting role whenever Anderson went down? Or did yeah, they he got Cucci his right no, in? he got his opportunities. So and he was, I think he had a. A little injury there too. He was out for a week or two, but he had his opportunities. Um, recently, he's been playing really good though. He kind of took over the net there. I, I think they just kind of stopped playing Coochie for some reason, but uh, he has been playing good. Carolina, probably number two team in the East though. Uh, only going to be making like they're only going to be buyers come trade deadline time. Well, who are they going to look for though? What type of players? Yeah, like their offense looks pretty good. Offense looks great. They got. Great defense too, like that Braden Brady Shea, Brandon Shea. I want to say his name differently, but it's actually Shea. Like yeah, yeah, it's S K H E J. He could be like the backup Wi-Fi in Montreal. Jacka. Could be, yeah. Why is it English language like that? Like, why is it's so so why weird? Why is no like K N O W? Why did they put that K there? Why is there two no's? We don't know. Who made <laughs> Who made We're this? We're going to have a lot of content. Man, we might have to create hockey. a separate podcast just to talk about all these other random shit. We should be Jonathan and stuff now. I, I'm, hey, it's going to be published live. We can just replay, listen. Oh, wait. So this is... We're actually on air right now? We're live on air. Coming in from Somerset, Prince Edward Island. So we're on air right now. Yeah. Wow. Channel Channel 3. I thought we were just practicing stuff. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Yeah, what do you think? Or like, I don't know what kind of player they really need to bring in. Maybe some more depth up front, though. Like, doesn't seem like they're scoring an abundance of goals, but they are still winning games. Carolina. Um, okay, well, ask me the question. I just did. Oh, okay, sorry. I was gonna <laughs> yawn. Maybe I, I think when I yawn, I don't hear as good. Your Something ears just go on. mute. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, Carolina. I don't know if they have to change too much there in Carolina. Like, uh, their top two lines are pretty good. Maybe they'd get some depth guys in there. Like, I'd maybe put in, like, they, they're not really allowing too many goals either, so you have a point of, like, why are they going to look for a defensive bottom six forward? I think they should look for an offensive player that a team's trying to unload, that has a high cap hit, that has a lot of up, upside. Like, I'm talking, like, a, a Mike Hoffman, like, two years ago. Like, not right now, obviously. He's just not putting the numbers so up. So what, Bo Horvath? <laughs> but he's like a bonafide. Like they'd have to pay so, handsomely for him, man. Yeah, and hopefully it'd have to be. And they're not in the business. The Carolina's not in the business of making um, like rental moves. So if they were wanting to do a type of deal like that, it's gonna have to be a sign and trade. 
that'd be the only way we see a guy like him going there. So they're not looking at. I don't believe they'd be looking at any expensive guys they for a one-year deal no. at all. They're, they're, um, the team that they have right now, the Stars, are going to be the teams that – I mean, the Stars that they have right now in Carolina are going to be the Stars that lead them to a cup if they're going to go – if they're going to be cup winners. Like, no way they're going to just get a guy like Bo Horvat, for example, like and put him on the top line and, and take someone down to put him lower. Like, they're not going to do that. They're going to let – the players that have been giving them, putting up the points this year and helping them win almost every game, they're gonna give those guys. But they the do. Chance to put in that but top. they do have some guys that are playing a bit inconsistently as well, though. So I could see them bringing in a guy that can produce like that at a rate. Like they're in the business of winning a Stanley Cup. You're not gonna just not bring in a guy because, oh, I'm not. Don't want to hurt this guy's feeling on my team or something. They're not in the business for that. No. no like, no. look at Tivo Taravon and you guys. Like, they relied on him heavily for the last couple of years. Guy, Man, cold. he's, like, nowhere to be seen, uh, like, this year, it seems like. He's like the icy hot patch. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored by, uh, or no, promoted by Shaq. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, sorry. Good job. Yeah. Right. But uh, yeah, so I don't know what Carolina's gonna do. That's a that's a wild card decision, I think. Yeah. Like, I don't know what they're gonna do, and you know what? To another top seed in the East with Boston, I don't think they're gonna be doing too damn much either. Their team is rolling right now. There's no weaknesses to that team right now. They are rolling, but man, like you can always improve a team. You can always improve a but team. You you can bring in you can mojo? you can bring in guys that are just even like lower in the lineup that won't hurt your top units though like they're gonna need depth teams need depth there's always gonna be injuries you don't want to go in have two three guys getting hurt and then you're like oh fuck yeah you don't have you don't have guys you can always better something i know i understand that but boston they're not guys that are coming in there in the lineup in that that team right now like they're going with the with their you know their four lines every night you know they're swapping out their goalies each game like that Boston right now is what you call a team because they are all working together and doing all what they have to do to win games and they it's are. evident they're they're doing it. They're they're off to one of the best starts ever in NHL history. Like Boston is a team to be reckoned with and I think right now actually like four or five games in the season I was kind of thinking like okay, the hot start whatever. 10 games in the season. Wow, they're keeping up that hot start. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 15 <laughs> games in. Oh, wow. They're keeping it up even more. No way. 20, 25. Like, they're they're not losing. Like, in come playoff time, what team is going to beat them in the East? It's going to have to be Carolina, Tampa. But Carolina's not going to beat Boston. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. <laughs> it's... Like, yeah, the last couple of years, like, Tampa. Tampa was, I don't even know. They didn't finish first every year. They won, like, the last two years, they won but the cup. Boston's a different team right now compared to last year. They are, but, Maybe like. Maybe not roster-wise, but they came in with. It's almost like the last, mindset. it's like the last dance. It's like the last dance, basically. Yeah. But, like, the whole, the pretty well the gang is back together, getting Krejci back in there. Everybody enjoys um, the last dance more. Yeah, and I, I think they're all just, like, they're getting older, obviously. The roster is getting older, like, their top guys, their core. 
Um, I I truly believe like this is their last chance, and they're not going to waste that opportunity no. on just sitting at the trade deadline, or even well, trade deadline usually happens pretty well two weeks before the actual trade deadline. You know what? They might throw in a player that would look good on Boston. Obviously, Horvat would. They need depth in the middle though. And that new name that came to the rumor mill there over the past couple of days was uh, Provorov from Philadelphia. Yeah. I think he would kind of suit the play and style and the feel of a Boston Bruins team, wouldn't you? He's a rough physical guy, yeah. He he's, is. He's sturdy back there. You know, he has hey, some he, offensive upside. He was a big name coming into the league, too. Grizzlick. Matt Grizzlick. Matt Grizzlick. McAvoy. Lindholm. Lindholm. Imagine Proval being top, the, the top. Your top, top four. four. That's your top four D. Well, that would that would better their team, I think. Whoa. Like right now, who's their bottom? Who's their like the bottom two demon? Like not just Orbit and Clifton. Like one of those guys could easily, you know. But Brandon Carlo, he's also a good player. But like, imagine putting Brandon Carlo down there and with. What are you gonna trade Forward. to get? Proveroff too though. Well, you trade whatever Boston has to do to get him. It might be one of those guys back. Yeah, whatever, whatever Boston has to do to do it because, like what you yeah. said, they're on their last dance. Could be next. It is. Could be their last couple dances. You know, this nah, year, next year, who know. knows? They could be, might not be. Like Pasternak's on his contract year, it doesn't even sound like they're close. What if they don't re-sign him? Yeah. Uh, Bergeron, how many more years is he gonna play? It sounds like one of those teams where. They win the cup and then they're basically you know they're not gonna go on a run. Like they win the cup one more time and yeah. then they're they're basically Yeah gonna be a mediocre team and they're gonna start to rebuild here in like, you know, two or three years. Like the Chicago Bulls. Michael Jordan. I think that's I think that's where it's at right now. And same with like it the Toronto like Raptors. That. Like whenever the Toronto Raptors won there, like going back to the NBA. But Toronto Raptors they won their championship. The next year they're still pretty good. But you knew they weren't a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, and now look at them. And now they're basically should be they sellers this year. They should be, yeah. But hopefully, uh, DeBrusque comes back healthy for them as well because he will. I mean, I'm not gonna say they're missing them because they're playing unbelievable still and they're not losing any hockey games. So, um, yeah, once they get all their players, uh, I think he's really the only guy out. But once um, they tool that offense I think and maybe bring in a guy like Provorov I don't mind that addition it's pretty yeah, good I don't, I don't mind the addition either I think the Provorov addition to Boston I think that's something that you know the Boston uh, GM is definitely going to look at yeah but uh yeah, oh you, you got to look at everything you got to do your due diligence as a uh, general manager and they're definitely going to be a team that is going to do that um but yeah but. Boston Carolina Toronto, Tampa, those are the top four teams in that East. Yeah, and we'll see what happens tonight, too, with the Boston Bruins playing uh, Seattle Kraken tonight. Kraken are coming in hot. They are. The Bruins are just always hot. Allmark, 22-1-1, one one, again, playing against Jones. And Jones is going to be up Coming off some. a shutout, too. This is going to be a good game tonight. I might tune in and watch a yeah. little bit of it. Six-game winning streak, too, for the Kraken. So it's going to be a good game tonight to see what happens. I, I'm taking the Bruins, so... Uh, Oh, actually, you know what? Let me ask you. You can start off the the best bets of the night. Oh, wow. Quick movement into the best bets, eh? Uh, I, just, I was just thinking about it because it's getting to that time of the night where Maybe I'm you like, should wrap it up a bit. Well, it's getting to that time where you have to start making these bets before the games start happening, you know? Yeah. No, I, I do agree with you. Maybe we uh, 
what are we going to look into um, Saturday games? Not many on for Friday. Or... We'll look into the Saturday night games, but again, I want to do the Thursday night games because so far the last couple, well, not last podcast, but the two beforehand, we're sitting at an 80% success rate with all of our bets. And we have been. For the listeners I, I just wanted to give the listeners some time, though. I know. Because this won't drop until after these games have already been playing. But they'll listen and they'll see if we're right or wrong. Then let's yeah. We'll we'll hit them with this. Hit them with a couple on Saturday and let's win big, guys. Yeah, we're going to give you two bona fide wins for tonight. These are the best bets. 80% of the time works every time. Every time. All right. Good evening, San Diego. Little Ron Burgundy pun there. Hello, hello. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? But, yeah. Boston Kraken. Yeah, you got to take Bruins there. Bruins at home. 100%. At home. Yeah. Only lost one game at home uh, so far. Not even, I don't even think it was in regulation, right? It was in shootout against Buffalo. Yep. Uh, I like the Bruins. Um, Leafs were all over the Red Wings there a couple nights back. 4-1 win, I think, just over the weekend there. They got to win again, right? You're taking the Leafs there? On the road. Well, I know we have to agree on these bets, and I'm going to disagree with that one. The Wings are just too dangerous. They have a lot of firepower up there, and they're in the Motor City. And Ooh. Matthews is still a game-time decision if he's going to be playing or not. So if he's not playing, then I'm not 100% on that. So I'm so you're stay. you're completely out if Matthews hey, isn't out. So well, like I'm completely out. Did you not like what you seen from them against Nashville with him out? Yeah, I, I liked it. it. gave the gave the opportunities to some other players. And but as long as you had Murray, players, Murray stood on his head too. Murray played well, but I I I think we're gonna stay away from that game. So all if right. you don't, you're okay with that? Yeah, I don't know. The best bets are what we all agree on. Okay, so right now we have the Bruins 100 percento. And how about this game, sorry? What do you think about this one here? All right, check it out. I am thinking of the Colorado Avalanche and the Chicago Blackhawks. Oh, so you're just... Um, so you're going with Colorado, I assume, the heaviest favorite of the night. Yes, this is the best bets of the night. If you want to throw some money down here and make a couple, make two-game bet, or uh, maybe we'll give You'll you have a You'll have to parlay one. these teams to make them even worth it, though. Oh, we'll be parlaying for sure, yeah. That's an easy parlay for Colorado and Boston tonight, guys, folks. And another So team, what, are you taking Carolina over Columbus, too? Because that team has been rotten and cannot score a goal if their life depended on I'm actually staying away from the Hurricanes and Jackets game. I know the Bruins will win, and I know the Avalanche will win. And another pick here that I think that you could add to that parlay is the Tampa Bay Lightning beating the Vancouver Canucks. I would do that three-team parlay. Vancouver will probably go up two goals and still blow it. So what do you think? That team, Ilya is a net for Vancouver. That team loves to blow leads. They do like to blow leads. Oh, my God. What was it, 3 nothing lead there against the Penguins the other night? Gone. Yeah, Quinn gone Hughes. At, gone by the end of the first Quinn period. Has, Quinn Hughes has to stop shape, shaping his game around Eric Carlson. Yeah, man. Play a little bit more defense. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not going to blame it all on that one guy. <laughs> Their goaltending is atrocious this year as well. I know, I'm just hitting at stars, right? That's what the public usually hits at, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hammer them. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so what, how, how do you think about that parlay, Sor? What do you think about those three games? I feel like we got to get two more on there for the five-game parlay. That's tonight? what that's what we've been doing. Holy we've been always getting five Jesus. games. That's how we're getting that four eighty percent, right? 
We're getting four out of five. All right, let's do it then. You pick one, and I'll pick one. And folks, just pick one to keep off the parlay because then you got a greater chance of winning it since we're four for five all the time. Yeah. Or just bet single. Bet singly. Oh, with Preds over the Canadians. Yeah, I like Preds to bounce back. Okay, Preds over Canadians. Boston Saros, Saros is in. He's going to get it done. Um, one, other... one other one. Ottawa and Arizona. I do not want to touch that one. Um, Who's starting in Florida tonight? Barofsky. Oh. Aiden Hill is starting for the Knights. Oh, Bob is starting, eh? I don't want to play. I don't want to touch that game. No way. I'm going right. to take Calgary over the Blues tonight. I'll take that. All right. Or or the Jets over the Sabres. That's a tight one, too, though. Fuck. The Buffalo's coming off a bad loss area the other night. Against Philly, yeah. So I don't want to really go near that one. And Pelopchuk, he had a bad out into two last game. So maybe that's going to be a good one. Stars-Rangers, another good game. That's a tough I a like, lot of tough games. I like Stars in that game. Stars over the Rangers in that game? No way, man. Don't touch it. Believe me in this one. I think we should stick to the four-game parlay for tonight. All right. We'll stick to the four-game parlay. It doesn't seem like we're going to agree on any other games here. So we'll Name them down, then. We'll stick to the four. So listeners will know so they can make some easy money. <sighs> Bruins over the Kraken. Bruins at home. Easy money. Um, Avalanche over the Blackhawks. Um, yeah, I think you guys all know about that one as well. Uh, lightning over the team that blows the most uh, multi-goal leads in the NHL. And then the Predators bouncing back after the loss against the Leafs. Playing against Joel's hoping that they get the first overall pick, the Montreal Canadiens. And Matumbo is in that for the Canadiens, which is a pretty bad save percentage goals against average. But, uh, and no Gooley, no Gallagher. No Weber, no Price. <laughs> I don't think we can even. Well, we can't. Can't, can't even put in Weber anymore because he's technically part can, of the Vegas Gold Knights. Can you even put Price in there? He's not yeah, coming back. I'm just making it sound better for Montreal <laughs> if they lose. But uh, you want them to lose anyways. I do. I do. So yeah. So they're missing uh, a lot of key forwards there and a lot of key D men. So uh, yeah, we're gonna go with the Predators, Bruins, Avalanche, and Lightning. And the lightning. I like the bet. This is the time we go uh, 100%. So, folks, hopefully you tail. Because those are the howitzer hockey best bets of the night. Now let's get into Hockey Night in Canada Saturday night picks. Um, Joel, do you want to start this this one off? And hopefully our listeners will have time to... You're damn right I do. Yeah. Holy, this guy went south. So I'm thinking to, for a Saturday night, you know, a big hockey night. Let's do some Love risks. It. Okay. Let's do risk. some close games. Let's let's win some fucking money here. That's always safe money is always a good way to go too, Sawyer. Ah, uh, sometimes. That that's our Thursday night bet. Okay, that's yeah. During the week, we're civil. We're you not know, we're not drinking, we're not buying a case of beer anymore on the weekend. We're safe. So on the weekend, every every night every Saturday night, ladies and gentlemen, we'll do some risky picks, alright? For some money. 
So I'm going to throw one game out there right quick, and it's going to be the Washington Capitals over the Philadelphia Flyers after the Philadelphia beating them there the other night. I think the Caps are going to come away with the win there. So I'm going to go with Caps. Are you okay with that? I agree with that. I like the pick. Um, I'd also take the Caps there. Definitely going to bounce back against the Flyers. Um, but I want to get riskier instead of those, like, Philly. No, no one wants to sit down and watch that game when they're trying to bet some real games here. What about Penguins, Hurricanes? Penguins, Hurricanes, I got Canes at home. I don't think Jerry's going to be back. Um, love the Hurricanes where they're going. Maybe even Freddie gets in there. Pittsburgh's on a back-to-back. Maybe even Freddie gets in there. Well, it says Tukarski might be the star for Pittsburgh that night. So, yeah, yeah we'll hit, take hit the Hurricanes. Smith. Yeah, either one. Hurricanes? Yeah, I like the Hurricanes. Um, let's go. Man, I think biggest game of the night here on Saturday. Bruins at home to the Leafs. Cool. I'm going to take Bruins on that. I'm with, gonna... I'm with you. No, I'm with you on that one. Really? I am. Okay, Bruins over the Leafs, and we'll do one more. I don't know how anyone can bet against the Bruins at home this year. Yeah. How can you? I don't they'll, care. I don't care if I'm. They'll a, get up too. Against yeah, the I don't Toronto care Blues. if I'm a big Toronto guy. I'm, I'll bet against them. I'm here to make money. <laughs> <laughs> so what about the Habs versus the Islanders? Oh yeah, I'd rather grab my pillow and go to sleep than put that <laughs> game on. I'm not gonna touch that one, but Sorokin though. Sorokin's fun to watch. Man, that that will probably be the boringest game of the night. Oh well. So do you want to go with Islanders then, just for a safe bet? Let's leave that off. We just want all excitement. This is. This is just all exciting. I think Saturday night's a night that you can make some mean money, man. I really do. Like, we have... Like, this is my quick parlay right now. You're you're betting against the Habs every night anyways. But look, listen. This is my quick parlay right now that would make me serious cash. Just listen to this. It's Wild over Coyotes. It's Kraken over Hawks. It's Lightning over Blues. It's Panthers over Canucks. It's Avalanche over Senators. It's okay. Bruins over Leafs. It's Caps over Flyers. It's Red Wings over Jackets. It's Hurricanes over Pens. And it's Islanders over Canadians. <laughs> you basically picked every game on the slate. Those are easy bets. And I guarantee you, what, 60 70% might hit. Really? <laughs> it's hockey, man. Yeah. <laughs> this, is so, not, this is not the NFL. So the safe bets we're going with, so are, like, let me just go over them right quick. For Saturday night, listeners, this is who we're going with. We're going the Islanders over Canadians for the parlay. We're going Our, Hurricanes over Pens. We'll add that in. but Hurricanes uh, over Pens. Hurricanes over Pens and then Caps Bruins. Over and then Bruins over Leafs. And Caps over Flyers. Yeah. So for the listeners, Bruins, Hurricanes, Capitals, Islanders. Yes. And make a good $5 bet and you'll make some good cash there. Right. Maybe even eclipsing $100. Whoa, wouldn't that be nice? I have a question for you. All right, go. <laughs> Why couldn't the hockey player listen to music? Uh, I'm kind of thinking along Patrick Wall lines here that he had the two cup rings plug in his ears, but I know that's not the answer. So what is it? Because he broke a record. <laughs> wow, <laughs> super cheesy, and I feel like... I feel like we're going to have to sign off after that. Yeah. Good evening, everyone. Hope stay, you enjoyed us. Yeah, stay classy, San Diego. Peace.